Ron DeSantis mocks the new CDC guidelines. Governor Greg Abbott fires back by banning COVID-19 vaccine requirements and mask mandates. And the Texas Democrat Sheila Jackson Lee has been arrested at a DC protest. We're gonna get into all this and more in just one second, but please drop the video like, subscribe to the post notifications on new video every single day. Uh, click all the buttons. I'll listen to full episodes of the show, the Joey Saldino show and all the podcast apps, rate five stars. Let's get right into this. Did you not get the CDC's memo? I don't see you guys complying. And I say that jokingly, but I, I, I think that that may be a sign of potentially seeking to do more things into the future. And I think it's very important that we say unequivocally, no to lockdowns, no to school closures, no to restrictions, and no mandates. Floridians are free to choose and all Americans should be free to choose how they govern their affairs, how they take care of themselves and our families, and they should not be consigned to live, regardless of which state in the union, consigned to live in a Faucian dystopia in which we're governed by the whims of bureaucratic authorities who care little for our freedom, little for our aspirations, and little for our happiness. No more. We can't let it happen going forward. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. A governor letting us make our own free will choices. The humanity, all the tyranny. Please stop the tyranny. Obviously, people on the left have been very, very cr critical about this. Extremely unhappy that they have the freedom of choice, either to wear a mask, stay home, get the vaccine, not to get the vaccine. So let's let's read some of the quotes that he said. It is very important that we say unequivocally no to lockdowns, no to school closures, no to restrictions, and no to mandates. Uh, they should not be uh, uh, co-signed to live regardless of which state in the union in Fauci dystopian in which we're governed by the whims of a bureaucrat authority. Now, let's see if we can find um, what, the, what the left is saying on Twitter sometimes. The Republicans can actually be on the top feed. Uh, two weeks ago, I asked Ron DeSantis to declare state of uh, emergency on Florida's red tide. He still hasn't taken action, but he has played Border Patrol. Okay, oh, this is about climate change. You see, these people, look, what, what, what is she? She's obviously a Democrat. Uh, Ron DeSantis refuses to protect students from COVID. Marco Rubio refuses to protect students from gun violence. It's time for new leadership in Florida. How about you get out? How about you move? You got he, him in your bio. You're living in one of the most prosperous, literally probably top three most prosperous states right now in this country. And you're complaining about the freedom of choice, having parents make it take their responsibility and how to govern over their own kids. And, I mean, who knows? They always say, refuse, refuses to protect students from gun violence, a.k.a. like they want you to completely remove uh, the Second Amendment. You know, if you don't want to remove the Second Amendment and go door-to-door -door taking kids' guns, uh, taking everyone's guns, you want kids to die. You know, that, that's how they equate things. Governor Ron DeSantis announced that he signed an executive order that will ban mask mandates in school across Florida. Uh, it's funny how the Democrats are totally okay. It is totally, it is it is our moral obligation, our moral responsibility to let the governments uh, force everybody to close their businesses, force everyone to wear masks, force everyone to get vaccines. That is okay. That, that's perfect. It's for the greater good. But as soon as you say, yeah, you know what? Let's have people have the, the, the right to make up their own mind. Tyranny. This is tyranny. In what 
world is that tyranny. You can make your own decisions. Lock yourselves in your own rooms for all I care. I don't care. Let Republicans go out and keep this country functioning. Because if it wasn't for us and you had a whole country of just liberals and purely only liberals, it would be an actual ghost town from everyone afraid living inside. The only people that would be going out would be the elites of that, of that society. So they would probably what they would probably have to do is try to go to war with conservative America in order to take our resources to, you know, Let's read what else. ABC News. Florida, Ron DeSantis says parents can decide if their children will wear a, uh, a mask in school. Uh, Florida, Ron DeSantis to issue an executive order. Okay. As I recommend, Republicans ask themselves when assessing a policy issue, what would Ron DeSantis do? Yeah, this is... Actually, you know what? I'm going to get into the Texas story next. Updated numbers from Florida show 17,000 cases yesterday. Governor Ron DeSantis is challenging Abbott for the worst COVID response in the nation. It's a race to the bottom. I mean, are you, are you just going to completely ignore California? Like, completely? The most cases? Literally, inching up on the, on the most uh, new cases. Uh, the most, more total deaths. Yeah, the most, the most total deaths come from California and New York. Um, new deaths. Number two is actually California. So, I mean, what, what, but I don't even want to base these standards on everything, anything because if you go to total cases per 1 million population or, yeah, if you go to total cases per 1 million population, it's like a lot of smaller, smaller states like North Dakota, Rhode Island, South Dakota, Utah, Tennessee, Iowa. And then you go all the way down. Number 10 is Florida. You keep going down. Um, where is Texas and did I skip it? Texas is number 31, literally at the national average of uh, cases per more than 1 million population. But where there's a big um, discrepancy is death per 1 million population, where you have New Jersey, number one, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Mississippi, Arizona. And go all the way down. Let's see if we can find under the national average is actually Texas, Florida, and California. That's the thing is when you have a bigger population, uh, you can get that average of per 1 million population down since you're, you obviously also have a bigger city. See, there's so many factors, even when it comes into geographical factors and how your cities run and whatnot. There's so many factors that go into it where it is really hard to pinpoint anything because if you look on this, on these charts, there is some that you click on, and it's like there's some red states that are doing better. Then you click on some other data point, and there's blue states that are doing better based on which data point. But I guess one thing that we can base on right now, I would say, is I would like to probably base it on new deaths per 1 million of the population, but unfortunately, there's no um, button for that. Florida, you know, that tyrannical governor over there, 50 people, 56 people are died yesterday from COVID. California, 43. So California came in number two. Texas, 39 people died yesterday from, from, from COVID or with COVID. Sorry, we know we all know how this stuff is being tracked. Nevada, twenty six. Like these numbers are completely negligible. Like that, that that's probably like a like the, that. There's probably like a bunch of ninety five year olds that have seriously heart serious heart conditions. Like, what, what are you basing this off of? People who are who are getting the flu, or are you basing this off of like? There's no there's no consistency here. But we know how the Democrats are. We know how the left acts. They need to just find any little thing in order to just kind of shoot down the. The, the popular Republican leadership, because people want to live free. The only people that want to do what the government tells them to do, and they don't even realize how many times has the government just come out and been wrong and flip-flopping on what they're saying. Make up your own mind. See, this guy said, remove, 
from at remove Ron. Ron DeSantis puts the Ron in moron. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying your prosperous state. Leave. Just leave. Go to California. That's what we're doing. We're all leaving Democrats. Why can't you leave Republican states? We're all leaving Democrat states. You leave Republican states if you're so unhappy. Jeez. They want to reap the benefits of Republicans in power while trashing them. The Texas governor, Greg Abbott, signs an order banning COVID-19 vaccine requirements and mask mandates. Abbott issued this order days after the CDC called for indoor mask mandates regardless of vaccination status. So um, that's that's what uh, Ab Abbott did in response to the Biden administration. Uh, it seems like they're trying to prep for us to go on another lockdown, for us to wear our muzzled, for us to be forced to be vaccinated. So Abbott on, on Thursday signed an executive order prohibiting mask mandates or COVID-19 vaccine requirements from government agencies and municipalities statewide. Abbott issued an order Thursday, two days after the Center of Disease Control and Prevention recommended indoor mask mandates regarding vaccination status. Um, in places with at least 50 confirmed COVID-19 cases per 100,000 people over the previous seven days. To further ensure that no government entity can mandate masks, the following requirements shall continue as apply. No governmental ent entity, including a county, city, school district, or public health authority, and no governmental office may require any person to wear a face covering or a mask mandate uh, uh, or to mandate that other person wearing a covering. So it's basically saying if, hey, in my state, if you're a government organization, you can't do anything that is literally illegal by forcing people to do X, Y, Z. It seems like when it comes down to private businesses and private ownership, it seems like, hey, you can make up your own mind, which I kind of agree with on the, on the freedom perspective. If you're a business and a company and you want to, you know, run your business the way you want to run a business, and if that includes stupid mask mandates, you know, feel free. Lose business. That's on you. Let the free market sort it out. But obviously, this doesn't go without the left absolutely losing their ever-loving mind. Julianne Castro said, Attorney General Garland— Oh, no, this, this, is, this is in reference to— um, Something different. I'll read it out. Attorney General Garden made it clear to Abbott that his show me your papers executive order is both unlawful and dangerous. It is an illegal attempt to blame migrants for their failure to protect Texans' health. It must be rescinded or enjoined. You know, so, so Abbott requiring illegals to show their papers basically um, is illegal. You know, it has nothing to do with people coming here illegally, you know. Because those people are, you know, from a certain uh, demographic that will most likely vote uh, Democrat. So the state of Texas, he's Julian Castro also said this, the state of Texas has the most COVID cases, 15,000, the most hospitalizations, 5,000, and the most incompetent governor. Literally, um, talking about one of the most prosperous states in this country right now. Um, let's see you talk about the most COVID cases when the shoe is on the other foot. California is quite literally uh, number three coming up right behind Texas as of yesterday. As of now, I guess there's no, um, don't want to base it off now because probably not fully reported. I want to go by the deaths. Well, guess what? California, a blue state, has more deaths yesterday than Texas when it came to COVID. Okay, so we're Dear Julian Castro, where are you making these numbers up? Where are you getting this where like not that we're getting the statistic from, but where where are you getting this analysis from that 
Texas has the most incompetent governor when it's doing far from the worst. Because if, if, if we don't need to prove that Texas is doing the best, we just need to prove that Texas isn't doing the worst. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, want, want, hey, Julian Kaiser, want to have a debate about that? I'll love to absolutely destroy you. Uh, let's let's continue reading. Um, one month difference. We had Greg Abbott to thank, and it shows that the influx in COVID nineteen. It's almost like. Almost everyone in the world is seeing an influx because of this new variant, um, and because we're entering, I guess we're it isn't the flu season like about to start coming up again or something. And plus, people are all vacationing, partying. I mean, what do you really expect? It seems like the natural order of things to people for people to get more sick as you get closer to the sick seasons, as you get uh, as you're in the seasons where people are all touching each other and partying and going on vacation and enjoying life. It just seems like the natural order of things. So what they're going to I mean, wait, where, where do they expect this to go? People aren't dying by the masses. People aren't dying by the droves. Hospitals, medical resources are not over, like, the, what is it, over capacity. They're not. They're simply not. Hospitals typically operate over capacity, especially when you're in a big city. That's why during flu season, they literally open up tent resources outside of the hospitals to accommodate for the the extra normal influx of patients. What, what, what was the point of slowing the virus down? It, it did absolutely nothing. We, we slowed the virus. For what reason? Just to go back on lockdowns? We, we did all... Like, it's amazing how these Democrats... Yeah, let's see. This one this one has a mask in her profile picture. So let's see. This is probably going to be good. Texans have mastered the safe practices that help to prevent and avoid the spread of COVID-19. Clearly, we have Greg Abbott since we're number two in the nation for cases. Haha. <laughs> yeah, you're number two in the nation for cases. But you're also number three in deaths. Beat out by a Democrat state. Okay, so it, it's just funny. It's like you need to—these Democrats, they don't like to look at all the information before— making uh, making a, a point. They just like to look at, okay, what's one data point? Let me go through all these little things. Let me find, oh, total deaths. Ooh, that doesn't look good in our favor. That's uh, Democrats are winning in that one. Uh, new cases. Okay, okay, let's go by new cases. New cases. Literally, probably the most insignificant um, of the data points. If anything, you got to go by new deaths and probably deaths per 1 million population. In my opinion, that is probably the most important ones. And uh, the new deaths one is always changing, but if we go by deaths in one million population, it seems like uh, Democrat states have a very healthy lead over any of these tyrannical free states like Texas and Florida, which are ranked 24 and 25. And then even, guess what? California ranks even lower when it comes to that. But as I said, you know, there's so many factors that go into it, geographical factors, population density factors. Um, but hey, I mean, either way, these are states that are not requiring vaccines, not requiring mask mandates, and it's still near impossible to find any type of discrepancy in their leadership versus Democrat leadership when you counter in and factor in all of the factors, almost like all these things are doing little to, or to nothing or even potentially making things worse. For, for what reason? Hey, we're going to completely destroy our economy. We're going we're gonna, to, this, this is what's making us fall behind. The reason why we got such a head in this, in this world is because World War II completely decimated the entire first world at that time. 
it just did. It completely decimated it. We became, you know, very strong world reserve current currency. You know, we, we were able to because we, we were the only like good countries really that had an established country. Um, while the rest of the world was suffering trying to rebuild, we were we were in the optimal position. And guess what? Uh, I'll say our World War Two. I mean, granted, a lot of other parts of the rest of the world are shooting themselves in the foot at the same exact rate as the Democrat states. What's going to make us fall behind is these lockdowns, is this COVID stuff. We're, you know, we're not going to be able to keep up with countries that want to take over. I mean, example like China. You know, they're, they're, they're cunning enough to realize what we're doing is disastrous. Granted, I think when, you, when you're talking about when you're leaning towards the more of the communism, communism side and uh, restricting people's freedoms, that's something that at the end of the day will always come to bite you in the buck, butt again. And they're in for probably a rude awakening when their citizens try to start revolting. You can only keep them oppressed for so long. Granted, they've been doing the best job at it. You want to try real socialism or real communism? I guess I guess you have to be more like China. That's the only way it could even remotely work. And that seems to be what the Democrats want. Texas Democrat Sheila Jackson Lee has been arrested at a D.C. protest. Now, read this headline by Yahoo News. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Texas Rep. Sheila Jackson Lee becomes the third black lawmaker arrested for protecting voting rights. I mean, geez, look at that, that headline. You know, she was arrested for being a black lawmaker that was protecting voting rights. Absolute joke. So on Thursday, Texas Rep. Sheila Jackson became the third black House Democrat to be arrested in three weeks for participating in voting rights demonstrations outside the Hart Senate building. I believe when you are getting into good trouble, when you realize that the 15th Amendment has uh, guaranteed the fundamental right to vote, any action that is a peaceful action or civil disobedience is worthy of more to push all of us to do better and to do more, she said in that video. I don't even want to play the video. Um, once again, we see a black woman at the forefront of defending our civil rights and leading the fight to save our fragile democracy. This is the same woman, listen, this is the same woman that literally took somebody else's first class seat on a United Airlines flight because of her privilege of being government official, and she declared that as it was a racist move for the woman to call her out because she was black. Had not, like, this is the woman, when in doubt, cry racism. When you're wrong, cry racism. Like, at, at no point in any of these two situations that involved her had anything to ever do with the race, the color of her skin. Literally, none of these situations had anything to do with any of that. She was literally the only one that made it about that. Texas is already one of the hardest places to vote in the U.S. Democrats in the state, uh, says the proposal laws would make it even harder and further disenfranchise black and minority voters by imposing ID requirements on mail-in ballots and banning 24-hour drive-through voting. The, the, the oppression, the oppression of requiring an ID, uh, one of the most easily accessible things in this country available to every single citizen, getting an ID is oppressing black and minorities. Who are the real people who are, <laughs> who think black and minority people are, are unable to do one of the most easily, commonly functioned things in our society, getting an ID? These people, do they not drink alcohol? Do they not smoke cigarettes, any of these people? Do they not go into strip clubs? Do they not ever fly on a plane? 
Are these people hermits that just live in their own house and they don't know how to function? They don't know how to work a computer? The Democrats are quite literally the party of the racists to even assume this. And the thing is, I don't think that they're doing it in a, in, in a racist sense. I think they're doing it because they want to open the floodgates for more voter fraud. Democrats are working on revised uh, voting rights bill as the Republicans blocked consideration of more sweeping proposal last month. The proposed For the People Act failed in every split Senate along party lines. How about we do this? Let's do this. Let's do this. Maybe we do mail-in IDs to people. How, how about we do this? How about Republicans do this? Okay, okay. You think that blacks and minorities are just unable to get IDs, you know, because, first off, let's do a survey. Let's find out what percentage don't have an ID, don't know how to get an ID, and let's do this. Let's quite literally just go door to door and offer them the ability to get an ID. Simple as that. Why can't we do that? Just go door to door. Let's just have a program. I feel like the Democrats will figure out a way to try to gain or game that system. I'm sure there's tons of resources. Let me, let me Google it right now real quick. How to get an ID in Texas. I bet we might going to probably get some leftist articles. How to apply for a Texas ID card. Driver's license, Department of Public Safety. Easy ways to get an ID in Texas. With pictures, a 16-step guide. Complete an application. I guess blacks and minorities don't have access to pens uh, or paper. Complete the form before visiting the office for faster service. Fill in the form using uh, ink to be accepted. Like, <laughs> that has to be step three. Make sure to use ink. Uh, leave your form unsigned because you'll sign it at the office. Proving your eligibility. That's part two. Show you're a U.S. citizen or legal resident in the U.S. That, that's probably the part the Democrats have a problem with. <laughs> Prove you're a Texas resident using mail or personal documents. You know, like uh, maybe a utility bill. Something that can prove. That's all you got to do. Confirm your identity using a photo ID or two approved documents. Texas law requires that you prove your identity in an effort to prevent identity theft. If you have a government-issued ID or passport, you can show it. So if you have an ID, a passport, if you work for the government, you can easily show it. What else? We have secondary documents include birth certificate. Do you have a birth certificate? Everyone has a birth certificate. Or a court order listing a name or gender change. Supporting ID documents include an expired Texas ID or a driver's license, a social security card. I'm sure they have their social security cards, um, especially if they want to get, I guess, like EBT and, and welfare and stuff. I'm sure they have that on, on plan, judging by where um, people get in their STEMI checks. A receipt. For an ID or license, an out-of-state ID, there's so many ways to prove. A concealed handgun license, voter registration card, a professional license, a W-2, a, w, a 1099, school records, military records, an inmate card, an insurance policy, a marriage or divorce records. There's so many things that have your name on that you can go and prove. You need two or three approved documents. These people not married. These people not go to school. These people, I'm sure there's a lot of them in the military as well. I'm sure some of them work on W-9. Like, it's not that hard. Look, I'm figuring, I got a freaking ID when I was, what, 15 years old. Prove your social security card. Submit your application. 
visit the nearest uh, driver license office to apply for your ID. You pretty much now, at that point, you just got to go there with that paperwork. Give your application proof of eligibility to the representative, do a digital thumbprint to prove who you are, take your photo, and pay the application fee. Oh, oh, oh no, no. That might be a problem. As of May 19th, you'll pay $16 fee if you're under the age of 60. If you're 60 or older, it's only $6. Whew, that's $16 fee. Blacks and minorities may not be able to afford that. That might be the real problem. That might be the real problem. $16 to get an ID to function in our society. How about this? How about this? We Republicans, we got to do this. We got we, we to gotta do this right. If you're someone who is just recently getting an ID in order to go vote, we'll send you 20 bucks in the mail. Okay? Take a receipt to use as temporary ID. Check your receipt for errors. Expect to receive your ID in the mail in four to six weeks. Is that so hard? All you literally got to do is, I can tell you that in three steps. Fill an application out with pen. Uh, make sure you have proof of who you are through any means necessary, uh, something that's on paper, and then you go to the DMV and you give it to them. That's it. Is that so hard? It's not so hard. That's why there's a video going around. Uh, I forgot his name. Some Jewish guy, Schwitz, you know, a very Jewish last name. He went around to the hood, to the minority communities, and he literally said, do you have an ID? Every single one of them that he talked to had an ID. Went to white neighborhoods and asked, do you think it's racist to require minorities, whatever. And they literally, all the white people are like, well, minorities aren't able to get an ID. They can't figure it out. That should end the whole debate right then and there. If you actually go to these minority communities, yeah, I'll say probably, let's see. Let me see. How many minorities have IDs? Getting a photo, I, I don't even, it's, there, there has to be. Voter, oppress, uh, uh, oppose voter ID legislation fact sheet. Um, why do minorities lack ID at show polls? Okay, there, there seems to be no easy data when it comes to this. Orange County, California, about 92% of white voters had driver's license compared to 84% of Latino voters and 81% of other voters. Now, this is Orange County, so this is not indicative of the rest of the world. Maybe the discrepancy is even higher in the, in the, I'm sorry, the rest of the country. In Wisconsin, found that estimated 8% of Hispanic adults and 17% of African adults had no current license but have uh, a recent suspension or, okay, uh, almost half the suspended and make wait, 17% had no okay. I love how they flip the stats. First, they go from saying, um, you know, 84% have, and then the next one they go, 8% uh, have no license. I think they're trying to make it seem like the way this article was written that, like, wow, it went from 84 to 8. Hispanic adults, oh my God, so if you're skimming the article, all you see is 8% Hispanic after you read, yeah, I think it's a little sleight of hand that they're trying to do in this article, in my personal opinion, um, but wow, only 8% don't, and only 17% of African American adults don't, um, compared to, I guess, only, so that's the thing is, they said 8% of Hispanic adults in Wisconsin don't have a license. But had recently suspension or, or whatever, which is literally the same exact rate as white people. Okay. Um, 
Hmm. Doesn't seem to be too bad. What, maybe discrepancy about probably 5 to 15% maybe? They can just go get it themselves. I mean, it's it's not like they don't have the resources, if anything. Or aren't Don't they have so many DMVs in these communities? Why don't we just add an extra DMV to every single minority community? Will that help? Evercold has recently studies show that 25%... Uh, let's see, let's read this. See, this is... Says recent studies indicate nationally that eight percent of white voting age citizens, but twenty five percent of African American voting age citizens lack governmental issued photo IDs. So there is a discrepancy there, but it's mostly true. So what is the the, the false part of that? <laughs> um, it's a very long article. They don't want you to figure out what the false part of that is, even if that is true. Hey, what are this is a PolitiFact ruling. Holder's figures appear to trace to a single national survey taken about six years ago, though far as we can tell, mostly unchallenged since. Other collection of data do not touch on exactly the same points, but most indicate that African Americans are less likely than whites to hold varied kind of government-issued IDs, with percentage of blacks with such IDs ranging from 4% to more than 26%, and the percentages of whites in such ID range from 1% to 14%. We rate Holder's claims as mostly true. So his numbers may not be correct, but the sentiment holds that uh, there is a discrepancy. How about you fix the discrepancy? That would be something good to do. How about we actually empower these minority communities, educate them on how to get an ID? anything. Be proactive, not reactive. See, the Democrats, they want to be reactive. They want the poor minority communities to continuously act as poor minority communities. Instead of going to these communities and saying, hey, let's make the communities better. Let's help you guys compete with the rich white folks, the privileged white folks. What, what do the privileged white folks have? Bank accounts and IDs. Instead of saying, let's help you guys get bank accounts and IDs. No, we're going to make your life able to be functioned without bank accounts and IDs. No. Well, how about you make them, you want to make them get out of the lower class into the middle class? Make them act like the middle class. Make them become, you know, give them resources to make them to be financially responsible. Give them resources to help them build credit. Give them resources to help them reinvest, maybe invest their money or whatever. There's so many, you want to be rich. You want to, how about this? Not be rich. You want to Go above whatever class you're in in this society. You need to act like the class in the society you want to go. I'm not saying going out to bougie dinners and wasting your money. If people in the middle class are more fiscally responsible, they work nine-to-five jobs, or they're their own boss, um, they don't go around gang-banging, they don't rob, they don't steal. If you want to be part of that middle class, if you act like that, you will move up. It's just a pure fact. Now, if you're in the middle class and you want to be rich, what like you know upper upper class, it, you got to act the way that they act. You know, maybe become your own business owner, start something up, invent an innovative technology. Obviously, as you go up on the chain, it gets harder and harder because the requirements and the risk and the 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 potential of you making it in those uh, fields going up, it, it gets harder and harder. But that's the only way you can really get into those unless you win a lottery or you, you stumble on a bag of money or, hey, heck, maybe you are a criminal, but you actually put your money away into legit things and then you become a legit guy. Who knows? 
Anyway, guys, I'm done talking for today. Please drop this video a like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on, listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Um, click all the buttons. helps out the algorithm. Like, subscribe, um, share, comment. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.